0: The Cellcast is recorded in front of a live streaming audience.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me today is a man who's just positively glowing. Welcome, Jacob. Hi, thank you.
2: Nice. <laughs> Why, well, thank you very much. And let me introduce our co host, a man who is just is not that hungry. <laughs> Welcome, Drew.
1: Now, that's a lot. <laughs> Maybe I just don't want the spicier foods.
2: That's true. I may, want,
1: I may stay away from the red hot uh, dish there on the, the captain's table.
2: Yeah, I might want to avoid that, but uh, at any cost, I if yeah, if, from time if, to time. if if it makes a dragon like want to you know dive their head in the water, water when they are a water dragon a water dragon yeah yeah. I mean? yeah a water dragon was plunges their face into water
1: right <laughs> <laughs> right uh yeah we uh, <laughs> I just lost where I was uh yeah this is Drew and this is and that's Jacob you. and uh, we are reviewing later in this episode Raya and the Last Dragon. But in the meantime, Jacob, how are you doing? Man, I'm doing pretty good.
2: I spent most of the day in a box.
1: Uh, not you all patio. did. Uh, you spent yours in a box. I spent mine in a box. Well, I probably spent my time in a little smaller box than you did. <laughs> mine was a box within a box. Does that uh, count? Okay. Mine was, but in thankfully, a... my box was air-conditioned while the box outside of my box was
2: not. Uh, okay. Mine was an air-conditioned box underneath the power- uh, portico. Well, there you go. Yeah, but either way, like, yeah, I spent most of the day in a uh, boxed, uh, not pumping people's gas, but directing people with gas and that kind of stuff. Yes. But either or, mine was pretty good. Um,
1: Taking money for their gas. Yeah, exactly. And having issues along the way. which Assuming is they didn't pay at the pump. Oh, yeah. At which point, you're just a glorified uh, security guard. Attendee. Yeah, just based on attendee. Pretty much. Yeah. So you like the old ladies at the front doors at Walmart. Ouch. <laughs>
2: Here, Sonny, where do you want to go? Here's a sticker.
1: That was wrong of me, but I. this <laughs> is the first thought that crossed my mind. It's like, oh, yeah, the greeters. Oh, yeah. It's a, they, they, have don't, they don't have anymore. They don't have anymore because they don't care if you steal anything anymore. <laughs> that's true. Because That was the only reason they were actually up there. Not, it wasn't customer service. It wasn't greeting you and saying, hi, how are you doing? That was the excuse for them being there. It was the old don't lady. Let to pull Walmart,
2: on, don't let Walmart lie to you. <laughs> it was the old lady. be like, You come by trying to steal something with... Knock you on your knees yes. with, with the cane and you'll go tumbling around. And be like, no, say, don't steal let, anything, sonny. No, she say, let me check your receipt. Well, and she'll go
1: through making sure, okay, yeah, you got your, I see your Snickers bar on the receipt. I see your uh, your uh-huh. 12 pack of fried chicken. Meanwhile, three televisions are going out the door <laughs> right past her.
2: Oh, gosh. <coughs> <coughs> I may not be quoting an actual event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but weeks has been pretty good. Um, yeah, it's just like, I think the weekend was kind of quiet. Uh, my girlfriend came down with COVID, sad, Aww. but she she's on the up. She's on, she's on the ends. I've, I've learned a lot of people are still kind of dealing with COVID. It's not exactly over. It'll probably never be over.
1: Well, but at, the, at the very least, she should be having better time with it than the first time she had. It.
2: That is true. Oh, my god, She's got some
1: antibodies. That to is fight the
2: true. Thing that is so true. Uh, so it's probably more annoyance at the moment than anything else. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, so a friend of ours, Wendy, uh, she she contacted me early, early yesterday morning, be mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I know this is last minute, but can you do a uh, a talk over your breathe again experience with Young Living?" Which I I, I don't want to say I pedal Young Living, but I, I do try to. You're a dealer. I'm I'm not gonna say that because I can't say that.
1: <laughs> you sell
2: oil. Yes,
1: te- technically makes you an oil dealer.
2: Yeah, but and I don't just mean it Berkshire Brothers. Yes, but legally I can't say that. I know you can't say <laughs> that. I'm just giving you a hard time. Oh yeah, so I, I wound up doing a uh, a live stream yesterday uh, about my experience with Young Living and how uh, a certain oil, uh, Breathing In, has helped me out numerous times ever since I'm a I I'm am I'm a, I'm a mild asthmatic. And yeah, that was, that was fun. That was about maybe like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and I just shared my testimony about young living and it was a lot of fun. There you go. So if you guys want to go see it, uh, go to, uh, darling oils, uh, darling oils page on Facebook, go check that out. And I think mine's going to be fairly recent Mm -hmm. and, uh, go, It was, um, Monday or I'm going to get this backwards. It was a, yesterday
1: was the 18th
2: yes yesterday was the 18th also it was a monday it was a monday yes. it was a monday so yeah go check that out if you want to uh, Ju- july 18th i should yes say. july 18th now it's july 19th
1: <laughs> but slowly we make it to september
2: yes closer to december or close december like no, closer, september
1: <laughs> closer to uh animated disasters Oh yeah, that's I don't re- think we've actually named a thing. I think that's the third name we've used. For yeah, it. we have.
2: <laughs> like it's like September bad in- will be interesting because yeah. we're going to be reviewing bad movies. Yes, and we we, we pick some bad ones.
1: <laughs> we we uh, have picked some very bad stinkers.
2: Yeah. Uh, the plan is we're going to put a poll out, and I think it's a, and uh, I think next month. Next month, we're going to put a poll out for... Uh, yeah,
1: at, at the beginning of August, probably.
2: Yeah, put a poll out in August for uh which, which one of these bad movies we that you want us to review first. And and then we're going to have another one that's going to say, hey,
1: what TV show do you want us to do after we finish Tangled? Exactly. Make sure you don't allow people to add their own choices. That is... You set the, that up. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: don't know. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> The, we the, the we no, no 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 that would be bad <laughs> that is At true. All. that is true it's like oh you need, to, you need to read the simpsons all 19 episode series and like no. <laughs> no
1: no 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 it would be like you need to do random porn anime number 33
2: it's like oh, no God. no 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 we're family friendly show but nine yes. <laughs> no nine <laughs> But well, Spy Family is on the list because I want Spy Family on the list. Of course, of course, you want to love family. that show. Uh, so yeah, my this uh, yeah, it's been an interesting week. I've uh, been sleeping on a couch. Had to dump my 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 uh, beloved bed for reasons I'm not going to say here online. But I've uh, been sleeping on the couch. Um, thankfully, and very Better than res- sleeping in the doghouse. That yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> uh yeah, there again, I am not married, so I have not slept on the couch because of that kind of reason. <laughs> that's going that's sleeping with the dog. Anyways. 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 Um where was I going? Oh yeah. Uh um, what you how you're doing. Yeah, it's it's going pretty good. Pretty good. Uh my long story short, uh, I put it out on Facebook, I think it was last Friday. And I think it was last Friday. It was one of those. So I posted and be like, Hey, I'm looking for a mattress. And, uh, I had a few people talk and then I get a tech. I get it. I talk with somebody I know from church and it's like, Oh, you're going to get a message from so-and-so about when you need this mattress delivered. So very grace. I was very humbled by this and very shocked by this, that I actually had church members call one of our staffers and be mm-hmm. like, Hey, we want to help Jake with this situation. So they purchased, they pitched together and bought me a mattress so this ma- this said mattress will be delivered to my apartment on tomorrow or between this time and this time in the afternoon so, so nobody
1: knows when you're expecting a delivery
2: yeah pretty much yeah don't steal my mattress <laughs> you people went
1: too close into figuring that part out
2: huh nothing never mind yeah Either or, uh, yeah, that, that's, that was a huge blessing and extremely humbling. I was like, wow, I did not expect that. But, uh, yeah, thank you again to all those who, you know, did that. That was, um, amazingly gracious of you to do that. And I'm very humbled by that. Uh, other than that, yeah. How about, how was your week gone? My week's been pretty good.
1: Got, uh, had some interesting time with one of the pod with the, uh, the kingdom hearts uh show that's on this rss feed yeah uh but that episode has not come out yet uh suffice it to say i had to do some editing to some stuff to make it make sense i got you and actually had to re-record parts of a couple episodes ew which is fun but it's all good it's all good um spent the weekend visiting my parents right um we uh, went out to the state to Tyler State Park and did and uh, soaked in the lake for a couple for about an hour, hour and a half, mm. which was nice. Yeah. Um Just had a good weekend visiting.
0: Pretty
2: good. Much.
1: So, uh Jacob, I have a question for you, my friend.
2: What would that be?
0: What have you been watching?
2: OK, so what have I been watching? So I think this is like late last week. And uh one of those late nights late nights you're just up just doing nothing you need to be doing something but you're just being lazy mm-hmm. and so I'm just looking around on I think it was Disney plus and I was like you know what be like there was a certain movie that came out a couple of years ago I've heard really really bad reviews over this and I was like you know what it's connected to a uh, TV series that I like that came out in the early 2000s that I've mentioned several times on this show impossible yes. I, I you watched the Kim Possible live action movie? Attempted to watch it. Oh, <laughs> yes. I've had those experiences. Yes. So I, I start watching it. Now, granted, it's already late. Yeah. I, I'm watching this thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I can see where they're going. I, I can see the the passion behind it. Yeah. But it's 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 like a certain movie we watched with the with our, our singles friends. And I was like, "Oh, you see the intent, you see the heart behind it, but it just is not, bad. It's, it's not there. You're just not there. You're not there." And it rewrites and he, a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, just, I, I, I got like a third of way well, through it. There's, there, there like four, there's a,
1: there's a reason those are called Disney Channel original movies when yeah. they have that quality, right? Because it's like, yeah, this is not even good enough to for the mystery science theater 3000 robots to make fun of
2: yeah which i was i was i was disappointed but at the same time i'm like this was not good like yeah and like you said be like most disney channel original movies they're about that par quality yeah unless they're animated unless they're animated yeah well that's that's
1: a little different because in most cases those are like um you know parts of other tv shows true when that happens but uh yeah, I, I didn't, I have not watched it, but I have seen uh, similar attempts on other animated kids shows on other networks where mm-hmm. they tried to make a live action movie out of it. And you go, why did you waste this money mm-hmm. on this?
2: Right. Because <laughs> This isn't good. No, it wasn't good. It's not and, good at all. No. So yeah, I got like partially the way through this. I'm like, nope, I'm done done <laughs> so yeah I, I watched that you know obviously watched a little youtube and uh, spent way too much time watching like just stuff like that right so uh, interesting story interesting little side note mm-hmm. so after work one day i got off early and i was like you know what i i'm gonna go here i'm gonna go here i'm gonna walk and it's in the middle of the summer here in texas so no it's kidding. blazing hot so me except and my- for last thursday yeah, that's right. <laughs> Praise the Lord, it
1: rained.
2: <laughs> it went down to the 80s. Yes. It was glorious. Yes, it was. Amen.
1: Uh so I I went We, we and- say 80s like it's a nice cool thing and you know yeah. there's still some New Yorkers going,
2: "80s that's still too hot." <laughs> <laughs> well, come down here, it's,
1: you know, you yeah, don't yeah. know what hot is, people. <laughs> it's like we're getting close to having 110 degree days and we know that there's still uh, that we're still preheating right we have not hit summer peak summer yet
2: true so i i wind up going to oh yeah that's right i went for i went for a walk got dinner and then came back the other side mm-hmm. and so on my way back up to uh where i work i was like you know what i haven't been in the library in a long time so i, I see this grandmother and granddaughter mm-hmm. that come to the store and she the granddaughter is all excited be like oh look my books i'm getting so I walk in there. Granted, I've been in this the the new library ever, right? And I uh, haven't stepped foot in a library in a very long time. So I, long story short, I wind up r- getting a library card, and I'm currently reading a new book. Or it's not new; it's rel- relatively older. A new to you book? Yes, a new to me book. Uh, it's by Lee Childs. It's a killing. Fl- it's the Killing Floor, the start of the Jack Reacher uh, series. Hmm. yeah which is really good it'd be like if you're into uh mystery uh murder mysteries the whole bit this is really good and uh they and where i'm at at they've discovered the vic- the the name of the first victim and it's got a connection to the main character and i'm like oh someone's gonna die a very brutal death and this is not gonna be fun for whoever this person is uh, so, yeah, I'm reading that via I'm reading it with the book, with an audio, with the uh, aud- with the uh, audible mm-hmm. and which is the way I, because I have reading disorders and the whole bit, enchilada because it makes it a lot easier to do this. Right. So that's what I'm currently reading. Uh, other than that, uh, I actually did play a game like an actual video game. Yeah, I know. Shocker, right? You can't <laughs> tell it, but I
1: just looked shocked into Jacob's eyes. Yes.
2: <laughs> what
1: <laughs> did you play?
2: <laughs> well it was a little game that came out a couple of years ago or actually a year ago i think um battle chasers night war hmm yeah i
1: don't know anything about that
2: one yeah it's based off the uh the uh very popular book by joe Madureira, which is one of my favorite comic artists of all time mm-hmm. and uh i was like you know what i'm gonna give this a shot and i was like oh okay it's what they call it's cl- a very classic rpg i don't know what that means cuz i don't play video games <laughs> but rpgs are role playing games uh
1: generally a lot of the gameplay is involved with uh making sure you have good stats for your character mm-hmm. and generally story based uh, gameplay but yeah, yeah anyway
2: yeah like well, it, it was it was fun i would be like i sorry i just wandered around the first level and it was like oh, okay so i got to a point where it's like how do i traverse this area i don't know what to doing It's like oh, okay Press forward on the stick <laughs> or it's like oh a playthrough oh, okay that'll work so i watched someone play it and i was like oh that's how you're doing it. that's you supposed to do it okay yeah so I, I i played that for a little for like maybe an hour maybe less you figured out how to get
1: to the next part of the game is yeah, for the, mo- yeah for
2: the most part but i get that yeah so yeah that was interesting I might try to dip my toe further into video games and be like there again. I am not a gamer. Uh, So to watch me, if I was to do a, a, do what you do on Saturday, sometimes I, I need to get back into
1: doing it, but my schedule has not been cohesive. True. But anyway.
2: Yeah. That would be interesting. Having a new, a newbie who knows nothing about video games. I'm like, okay, how do you do this? (laughs) Like help people help. I'm lost. lost." Forward. no you think yes i think
1: <laughs> therefore i am anyway i'm yes. actually surprised that you didn't get a uh, teenage mutant ninja Turtles: shredders revenge i
2: am ve- i am this close to getting it i am this close because it
1: is just like the arcade game yeah from back in the when we were kids
2: uh-huh and that was I, if i remember correctly be like i played it a few times when i was a kid when uh the the other guys were like jake get out of the way you want to play this video game It's okay." so i'll play it and it's like this is kind of fun mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm doing but it's like mashing
1: the foot clap yeah, mash
2: mash mash mash, mash. <laughs> those are well there's a reason those are called button mashers <laughs> exactly <laughs> but either or, yeah i i do plan on uh getting that game i've heard very good reviews over it but other than that it's like yeah that that's been the the what i've watched what i've read and now what i played okay so what have you watched played what have you well um one thing i
1: did watch this weekend was a little movie called thor love and thunder Hmm. it is not the greatest thor movie ever made okay i think the people who are in love with Thor one need to calm down a little bit and just be happy that I get that. You don't like uh, the direction that Taika Waititi has taken the Thor movies fair or how Marvel has taken the general approach to the character of Thor. Mm. But for the most part, it really wasn't that bad. I mean, it was not great. Don't get me wrong. This is, this is like middle of the road for me. Yeah. Let me get right down to it. Right. Um, there is a character from Marvel Comics that is in this movie mm-hmm. that I did not expect to ever be in a Marvel Comics movie.
2: Oh, are you talking about the the end credits? If you mean Heracles, yeah, I don't mean Heracles. Oh, you don't mean about Hercules? <laughs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> no, no. It is near the end of the movie, which is why I'm trying to be a little cagey about it. Okay, gotcha. For spoiler reasons. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert! (laughs) But uh, there is a certain uh, character that everyone's trying to get to that is a part of the cosmic part of marvel i mean like the heavily 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 cosmic part of Marvel. oh yeah yeah, you know the part they were doing while they were on drugs right (laughs) the 70s (laughs) yes and during dr i think it was introduced actually in a dr strange comic go figure because they were high when they made those original dr strange comics we know this
2: it was Um, the 60s and 70s exactly
1: but uh i was surprised not only did they this character show up in the comic in the movie Mm -hmm. but it's actually a pretty good it's almost one for one how the character looks in the comics really which is like i didn't know how you would do that in a uh you know an actual live action environment where it would look good but they did a good job with it yeah so that was interesting Okay. Um, also watched a movie from night, the 1960s, mm-hmm. I believe is when it came out, uh, called Cape fear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Starring, yeah. um, I've forgotten the characters, the actors names. Well, One of them played Atticus Finch in to kill a mockingbird. Oh yeah. Uh, Gregory Peck, Gregory Peck. Gregory Peck, and, Gregory Peck, Gregory Peck and, um, Robert Mitchum. Oh, okay. Uh, It's what the movie is about. Okay. you don't know. This is the original, not the more the 1990s version that had Robert De Niro and somebody else in it. Uh, Okay. Big names from the nineties. Roger. Roger. Um, Essentially, uh, before the movie had happened, Gregory Peck's character had come across Robert Mitchum's character um, pretty much beating a woman in an alley. Oh yeah. And uh, the guy got arrested and, and, Gregory Peck's character testified against him in court. Mm. Uh, Gregory Peck's character is, of course, a lawyer, because mm. Gregory Peck... It, oh, plays it plays a good plays lawyer. A pretty good lawyer. <laughs> yeah. But uh, at the beginning of the movie, Robert Mitchum's character uh, just starts stalking Gregory Peck's character. Oh. And he's not doing anything that's legally wrong. Nothing you can actually... But he's basically harassing, But him. he's being annoying. He's... Uh. There are threats mm-hmm. that are being implied, but never explicitly said you can't get him on anything legally. He mm. is attempting to get back at Gregory Peck Riving. for uh, what he sees as wrongs uh, by doing the, uh, you know, the death by a thousand cuts type of torture. But the thing right, is, right. Mitchum is a Robert Mitchum's character is a psychopath. Ah. Uh, And that means he can't just leave it alone. Oh, okay. He can't just exist in the town to be an annoyance. He has to keep doing things worse. In fact, uh, as proof that you are not supposed to like the character, Mm -hmm. he poisons the dog at the beginning of the movie.
2: Oh, yeah. Fair warning, folks! A dog
1: dies. If you can't handle that, don't watch the movie. Yeah, Dr. Mike. Just saying, just letting you know that that occurs. But, uh, yeah, it, it was actually a pretty good, uh, tense movie. Yeah. Honestly, by the end of it, I was not sure how it was going to end. Yeah. Which is nice when you run across those. Yeah. Uh, I am curious to see the 90s version to see how they ruin it, because according to my mom and dad, they the newer version is not good. Mm. But, you know, I this was a good this is a good classic film anyway the only weird thing was is a lot of the music sounded like it belonged in like 1950s monster films really like it came from the deep or something bum, like bum. that
2: bum. Bum. and
1: with a name like cape fear yeah i can see why someone might mistake it for a monster movie right but it's not it's just oh well i guess technically there is a monster and it's robert mitchum's character mm. but that's not the that not that kind of monster movie it's, it's a little that's a little weird, but yeah, right. it was still an interesting an interesting movie and literally there were times when you felt scared for a couple of the characters but um yeah, I watched that movie and then uh of course I watched a little bit of the uh Kingdom Hearts Union cross cutscenes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh watched Uriah and Tangled mm-hmm. those episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh and really not much else, if we're mm-hmm. being honest. Uh gameplay wise, uh, I am still playing uh Phoenix Rising, but that's not the first word there. Immortals, Phoenix Rising. That's uh, the name gotcha. of it. I am still playing that and I'm enjoying that still. It's interesting um but other than that i am looking at getting a game but i haven't actually downloaded it yet because i think i can actually get it for free right now really uh called stray stray you Hmm. play as a cat go figure (laughs) but i mean it's like you play as a cat it's not you're playing as a human controlling a cat you're playing as you're actually playing a house cat so so a lot of the ways you solve the puzzles is acting like a house cat got it that sort of thing i got it looks good it was one of the games that uh they just the game just came out like in the last week or so yeah but uh it was one of the games that was shown off when they were announcing the playstation 5 as Mm -hmm. one of its uh you know show off games yeah so uh it's one I've been interested in and I'm curious to see what it is, but I haven't downloaded it yet.
2: Okay. So there is that. Oh, okay. So I I did want to make up one point because you did mention Tangled, but like we are doing we're continued uh, Rapunzel Rapunzel Tangled Tangled adventure. adventure. So while I was doing notes, I just kept I, I allowed season three and just kept playing because I've already watched it. And I, I'm like I did at least I did not watch any of the
1: beginning of season three other than i did play the opening because i was curious if they had changed the the uh, opening credits so oh yeah they at least by episode one of season three they hadn't yeah so but yeah they they, they change it up a little bit right but i i got to thinking technically when is the last episode that hookfoot stopped showing up in the show because mm. he's in the opening credits for season two you mean season three at least season two yeah i only saw the a be- little bit of the first of season three but it still didn't show it still showed hook foot so i was like yeah eh, well
2: maybe that just keeps going that just not that won't be fun to mention but i do have to say the first i think it's like 12 minutes of episode one of season three is absolutely incredible and i, th- we'll I think get there when we get there we'll, we'll get there when next we get week. there week yeah next week so be like you are be like you are be like when you like you were kind of like your, your speculation of how things kind of work in this show a couple of speculations were correct this episode by right, the way right right yeah right right but uh well, i'm talking more like for uh for like, some of my well,
1: other future guesses for season three about how it would how we're after a good storyline beginning will fall off into the filler for six episodes
2: roughly but like this, which is, which is yeah, how the, season the, the, one and season two there, did. There are episodes, like most of the episodes, do have a connection to them in a way because they do deal well, with issues. So did
1: season one and season two, but I mean it's still
2: mostly filler. And it's true; it's just more like random adventures. Yeah,
1: but because it's fine. It's just yeah. I
2: want more connected with the story stuff. But, but anyway, yeah, very, very true. Anyway, all right. So yeah, uh, so yeah, let's let's get into what are we getting into next. The next thing I yeah. believe is
0: the Cellcast News with your host Jacob Heron.
2: why thank you Deanlet. and today in news uh so actually today disney actually released that on a um, disney plus revealed plans to stream disney pixar's uh light year beginning on august 3rd uh news dropped with the new spot um yeah apparently they dropped it on the social medias so yeah, yeah if you are interested and you just didn't want to go to the theaters yeah it's coming august 3rd and uh i liked it I liked it. We did a reaction to it. I enjoyed the film. Yeah. So yeah, like uh, yeah, it'll be coming to Disney plus on August 3rd. Uh, So this, uh, I think this is a trend that might start happening because normally we just do things about animated movies. Yeah. And I started noticing a little more trends. It'd be like, you start having like, like directors and uh, animators doing books now. So yeah, for a certain director, we have done a ton of his stuff and he's kind of known as like a, like a rebel that's done really, really good movies. We've reviewed Don them. Bluth, Don Bluth. Okay. Yeah. So Don Bluth has just released his newest book, uh, somewhere out there, my anime life. Beneath the
1: pale moon. Exactly.
2: Uh, a wonderful new memoir by the animated director, Don Bluth. Uh Secret of Nim, American Tail, All Dogs Go to Heaven, and of course, Anastasia. I know some of us have different feelings about Anastasia. I wasn't going to say a <laughs> word.
1: It's just like, and of course, Anastasia. <laughs> we, we Yes, all... I know I have the unpopular the un, uh, opinion. We'll move on. <laughs> yes. We um, haven't even brought that up since like that episode. No. Since, like over a, two years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i had to it was great uh so yes be like if you're interested in this book uh it's available starting i think pre-order right now actually today uh you can pick it up for like 21 $21.99, 21.99 on smart pop i think it's a, it's a website mm-hmm. and basically any babel anywhere uh go check it out if you're a, a animation buff like we are uh i might find the audiobook and actually listen to it okay uh so yeah it's available right now uh, I did find something very interesting about a new movie coming out. It's an anime, anime movie. Uh, Tohei, Toho and Comix Wave are proud Comics to- Wave? Huh? Comics Wave? Okay, Comics Wave. <laughs> I read it as Comix. I know why you wrote, read it that way. Uh-huh. It's just, it's Comics, Comics. Wave. <laughs> yeah, Comics Wave. Our pros will reveal the latest trailer for Mikto... I'm going to butcher this name. May I? Yes, you may. Makoto Shinkai? Makoto. (laughs) Makoto. I'm I'm going (laughs) to... No, no. no.
1: Makoto. (laughs) Makoto (laughs) Shinkai. 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 (laughs) Shinkai. We've reviewed two of his movies. Yes, we have this down by now. And I'm really looking at get, make, seeing if we can get some more of his stuff in next season. Uh, okay. So we um, got like four movies before uh,
2: your name that we've never touched. That is true. That is true. I was like I no wonder this animation looks familiar. Uh Machado, Makoto Shinkai. Makoto Shinkai. All right, thank you. Uh his upcoming film um uh, uh i i i yeah. i don't know how to pronounce this one either it's like suzumo Sus- Sus- or something like Susumi. that suzumie yeah Suzumi. thank you yeah yeah i don't remember yeah suzumi suzumie um yes i believe suzumie Suzumi. uh yeah that's uh coming up um uh it's going to be coming to the japanese theaters starting in november 11th cruncher roll distributing the film globally uh exclusive to japan and south korea and india uh, beginning in early 2023, North America and Crunchyroll have a uh, sole distribution. Uh, summary, uh, 17-year-old uh, Sumer, I'm going to brush her again. Suzumi. Suzumi. Suzumi's journey, journey begins at a quiet town where she encounters a young man who tells her, I'm looking for a door and Suzumi finds a single a, a single weathered door standing upright in the midst of the r- ruins as though it was sheltered from whatever cascul- cascul- cataclysm struck. Seemingly drawn to its power, Suzumi reaches for the knob. The door begins to open after after across a nut, all a- across... It's like, yeah, this sounds like an interesting, yeah, because the director himself does mm-hmm. very good, like definitely... Ma- makoto
1: shinkai guy. at this point for yeah. me is one of those directors that's like oh he's got a movie coming out yeah i don't need to see a trailer i'll go watch it yeah because it's even if it's not a good movie it will be interesting and beautiful to
2: watch true 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 so yeah this uh this movie will be coming out uh, at least here uh next year so yeah look forward to that we'll probably get more information about that and uh we'll probably talk more about it and if, and if it comes close to us we might go watch it
1: well thankfully i did notice that some of fathom events stuff is coming closer to us now yeah. so
2: maybe it's just not the live stuff
1: yeah which is annoying because there's plenty of riff tracks live things i'd like to go see but i have to drive to longview to see them so it's like nope wah, wah, wah. oh well all right um i'll never get to see gumby in the movie in theaters gumby even gumby. if even though the Rift tracks people were making fun of it ah
2: Right, that so, movie
1: is going to go on the list sometime so apparently some future time some future
2: time <laughs> i <laughs> torture thee thou. <now. laughs> oh like we're not gonna get enough of that in september <laughs> that's the truth all right so last bit of news um dean fisherner camper uh camp is moving from uh do you remember this trailer came out? Um it's a newer movie a newer film. It's getting a lot of buzz. Our, where are my nose? Um Mitchell the Shell. Oh, uh Mitchell the Shell with shoes.
1: Yeah. Mitch the Shell with Shoes On or something like that. Yeah, something like that. It looked interesting. Yeah. I've not seen it. Yeah, me either.
2: Uh but I didn't see a trailer. It looked interesting. It's definitely one of those
1: indie films. Oh, yeah. It's A twenty four.
2: Yeah. So apparently this director is moving from shells to aliens. Marcel. Marcel. Marcel Marcel the shell with shoes on. Marcel the shell. Marcel the shell. That is a tongue twister. Yes, it is. That's probably intended that way. Yeah, very true. Uh, Dateline reports that the director of this summer acclaimed stop motion uh, feature Marcel Marcel the shell with shoes on we'll be directing the live action CG hybrid of Disney's beloved classic uh Lilo and Stitch from 2002 the animated feature. Uh the uh yeah it just basically goes into like That'll
1: the, be interesting. Yeah. I don't have high hopes for any of these live action remakes. Hmm. Lilo and Stitch though I think is recent enough that mm-hmm. And modern enough that I think there may be a chance it could turn out good. Yeah. As long as you got Chris Sanders actually doing Stitch. Oh, yeah. He's, he's and, definitely going to be like Stitch. And just doing Stitch fully th- as a 3D character. And I think it could work. Yeah. And assuming you can get a good... uh Lilo? Lilo. That's going to be your hard part is getting a good Lilo. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I completely 100% agree. Uh, like I'll probably I'll watch it just because and it was like, it's Lilo and Stitch. Why not? Oh yeah, I get that. And this, this movie has been in limbo for number of years. They announced it. They knew that Chris Sanders was going to be back at Stitch and they were be like, Oh, we're going to start shooting it this time. And like, they haven't and started Then COVID happened. The COVID happened. Thanks COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but They're they're supposed to be starting shooting at some point, but there, there's no real information on this film. I know it's going to be a direct to, it's going to be on Disney plus. I know that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we'll start probably getting more information in the upcoming months and uh, we'll keep you guys informed about it. I did see something
1: as a, it was a joke, meme post. What's that? That said, uh, you know, the trouble was the problem the mistake that disney is making with all these live action remakes Is they're sinking a ton of money into these films when the muppets are right there wouldn't True. you want to see the muppet version of beauty and the beast oh that'd be hilarious where the beast is actually a human the whole time but when he transforms back he turns into a muppet or he turns into gonzo <laughs> Even funnier, yes, that <laughs> would be even funnier because you don't. You just wonder why is Gonzo not in this film? This is so strange. And at the end, it's or, like, e- or even oh, better, okay, or
2: he turns into Fuzzy Bear.
1: No, no, you got to have. Oh good night. who would be a good? Who that would? Oh no, you've got to have uh, Pepe the Shrimp as Gaston. Oh, really? <laughs> you can just hear his is. His thing like no one, like Pepe. No one that like Pe- no. Your name's not Pepe. It's Gaston. You, you listen. You, I tell you, you. You don't tell me how to do my thing. My name is Pepe, not Gaston. <laughs> I'm not doing a good version. Yeah, of Pepe, come on. Because I don't on. really like Pepe, but if it's the only character I could think of who's who approaches himself like a ladies' man, <laughs> which is what Gaston is. True.
2: Very, very true.
1: But yeah, that would be interesting. Disney would be no, no, like no. If... Fozzie Bear has got to be uh, Lumiere. Oh yes,
2: absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. the 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 amount of uh, and Kermit yes. is Cogsworth. Oh, of course. Then Piggy would be.
1: Uh, there's a lot of things. Piggy. No, no, no. Piggy is Belle. No, no, <laughs> Piggy's bell. And then at the end of the movie, when you know she comes to love the beast and it turns back into to, uh Gonzo, oh. she's like, I'm in the wrong picture. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, Disney, if you're listening, I'm, you, I, I don't just know if gave you the
1: greatest way to handle Beauty and the Beast, Please. go with it. Yeah, that'd be funny. Or, I don't know, uh, imagine how much better the quote unquote live action Lion King would be. If it was uh, with the Muppets.
2: Oh Gosh, just make everything with the Muppets. Yes,
1: that's what I'm saying. Jungle Book with the Muppets. Uh, I don't know. I still want to see a Pirates. Of, well, we already have Pirates of the Caribbean with the Muppets. It's called Muppet Tre- Treasure Island, <laughs> which is a good movie. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one after we do Labyrinth. True. We do have to skip Muppet Christmas Carol again because we already did Muppet Christmas Carol. True. Though... Uh, any day they're going to be releasing the 4K restoration of Muppet
2: Christmas Carol, and I'm not surprised you're jumping up, and, up and down for this. Well, I mean,
1: they are bringing back the cut, the uh, the cut uh, song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I, I, they because your favorite guy who was in charge of Disney at the time cut it because he thought the kids would get bored during oh, the slow song. Oh Eisner, the Art, song. not
2: Eisner, but uh, um, crap. Um crap i know exactly who you're talking about yeah that's why i said your favorite person oh yeah because he cut Um, because he's black cauldron
1: (laughs) yeah him it's not katzenberg is katzenberg katzenberg it's katzenberg was like i know he's like the k in yeah the dreamworks ksg logo Uh uh-huh but anyway yeah
2: (laughs) katzenberg (laughs) anyway yeah, so that is all I have heard in the news, unless you have something else.
1: I can't think of anything. So we need to jump into the spoiler free section of our review of Raya and the Last Dragon.
0: Certified fresh and spoiler free.
1: We reacted to this movie. We did. In t- the beginning of 2021, it mm. was not our first time back in theaters after no. COVID. But it was the first animated movie we saw in theaters mm-hmm. after COVID. yeah. Uh, it was our first theatrical reaction after Covid, right? Because the reason we, we me and you saw some stuff uh, right after Covid was because of connect th- uh, movies we were supposed to review on the movie of the Week podcast, that right. so we ended up never getting to true. But uh, I remember this was originally sold through Disney Plus on that. Mm-hmm premiere pass yeah, i think premier. they called it mm-hmm. for like 30 bucks and i said no i will go see it in a theater because i'm allowed to go to a movie theater again
2: mm-hmm. uh and that's what we did yeah we watched it in what was it i, I want to say we watched it in imax i think we did yeah that was a beautiful
1: viewing yeah and there was nobody in the theater nobody <laughs> it was great but uh yeah, we saw it in that theater. Uh, I remember enjoying it then. It's I remember it having a bit of an avatar-esque feel to it. Yeah, in a what way. What I can't believe is I did not realize how this movie seems to be tailor-made to be a Kingdom Hearts level. <laughs> because you've got Shadowy Heartless Monsters. Yeah, you you made you brought the, you I posted posted that. you put that. Yeah. You've got <laughs> An area with rising falls, much like the Hollow Bastion section of Kingdom Hearts 1. Right. You've got uh, great fight scenes with uh, party members, great action com- action comedy stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Plus, Raya is quite literally a princess mm-hmm. of hearts. <laughs> She's literally <laughs> the, the princess, princess of, of the hearts. Kingdom of Hearts. <laughs> but the Princess of heart thing is a Kingdom Hearts thing thing where they're the seven princesses of heart or what
2: opened the door to kingdom hearts yeah okay so before like when you posted that it went ding okay now i get your point before yeah. that i'm mean, like okay that's cool yeah i was like the fact that at one point he says
1: raya you are a princess of hearts. heart and i go and <laughs> namura are you listening ding. this better be in the game and you, uh, yeah, yeah, because you could do this very, very well, and it would be fun. Yeah, uh, have a, having this as a Kingdom Hearts, Hulk, um, so if it's not in Kingdom Hearts Four, it'll be a giant missed opportunity. Right. But yeah, I, I enjoy. I don't know how I missed that the first time, but uh, the movie is fun. You got a little bit of a uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender feel to it. A little bit. A little bit yeah uh you've got a lot of great characters it's a fun movie if you are don't know whether or not you want to watch it or let your kids watch it and you know they can stand kind of like power rangers s kung fu action like mm-hmm. you and if if you're fine with that sort of thing because there is no blood no from what i saw no it is a i mean i think mm-hmm. technically mulan is probably the closest other disney movie to this in terms of showing outright war yeah and outright uh, in, in terms of violence yeah. and i don't think this is actually anywhere near that because yeah i mean we don't have an entire into- well i was about to say we don't have a village that was burned to the ground but no we
2: actually or the, do or an entire uh army get buried in snow <laughs> we in way we kind of do though but we'll get back to
1: that yes we will um i this is a i it's a great movie it's really a shame that this came out around uh the time when covid restrictions had not opened up and people's feelings about covid had not waned enough that Mm -hmm. that people would be willing to go see this in a movie theater Mm -hmm. because i think this actually would get a bunch of adult fans for this and unfortunately i think a lot of people bought this for their kids on disney plus and then went to the other room to go have adult conversations while the kids enjoyed nice kung fu fighting oh yeah i have a bad feeling that's what happened i don't know i'm just guessing right but uh dude you got to give this movie a watch because this is yeah it's good so fun action filled movie so don't know why the dragons are furry but
2: that's neither here nor there (laughs) um but yeah i enjoyed it what are your thoughts man i really enjoy it be like there again we watched this uh for a reaction and watching it in 2021 in in a very empty theater watching an imax watching the very back row yeah we were in the back row on that one right yeah
1: i think so because that the way that that particular imax theater is set up if you really want to get an idea as to how uh, what's going on on screen, you've got to be on the back row because all the others are too close.
2: Yeah. Agreed. In my opinion. Yeah. Like it was, it was an amazing showing and watching it for, for this viewing was, even be like, be like you miss this massive, you know, screen, but it's just, this movie's got a lot of heart. It's mm-hmm. got a lot of heart. It's good. pun this, not intended pun, not intended, but this idea of unity coming together and bringing, you know, trying to, bring back uh unity and that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff i I really enjoy that about the film uh animation wise beautiful film oh my gosh and you're you're talking about uh a movie that was made during the pandemic yeah and I'll, i'll get into that later but just like sort of said be like yeah it was kind of funny watching the behind the scenes it was kind of funny where like you had uh animators and voice actors for having to do uh incredible things in order to get this project done and i thought it was done very well very like my voice cracked oh my gosh but um but overall i really enjoyed this film it's definitely worth the watch uh i would hope uh people are are not gonna just throw their kids in front of a television and go you know just go do adult things but yeah actually sit down and watch the movie with Mm -hmm. your kids and You'll have a conversation about that. And, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely worth a watch. It's a really good movie. And if parents just want to say, oh, it's a kid's film, be like, just watch the movie. It's going to be good. Just enjoy it. Enjoy it with your kids. So, yeah, that is my spoiler-free version. All right. So uh, join us on the other side of the bumpers, and we will get to
1: spoiling this thing. Uh-huh.
0: The Cellcast would like to thank the following patrons, Josh Adams, Ashley Cronen-Bitter. To get your name on the show plus uncut episodes, early access to the Cellcast Plus reviews and special art from Jacob, please donate to us on Patreon.
2: This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box. Whether you enjoy geeky reviews, comedy or original fiction, you can open up the Culture Box and find something excellent for your soul point your web browser to culturebox.media.
1: Geek Devotions is a collaboration of devoted geeks that are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. They produce a weekly geek culture infused devotional, their podcast ComTalk, another podcast where they talk about bad movies called Bottom Shelf, and another podcast where they read books, allegedly. Uh and they and they are written articles all designed to encourage and challenge people in the geek community bridging the gap between their faith and their geekdoms. Find all their content at geekdevotions.com. This show is a part of Pop Americana. For more great shows like this one, please check the link in the episode description. Do you like Star Wars? I don't just mean the original trilogy. Along with that, I mean the prequels, the sequels, the anthologies, the animated shows, and of course, (laughs) who doesn't like Baby Yoda? Well, if you've been in the fandom for any length of time, you know how toxic the fandom can get. And if you'd like to be able to discuss a galaxy far, far away in a much more positive light, might I suggest searching out The Outer Rim, a Facebook group dedicated to all of Star Wars. And check out their YouTube channel, which you can easily find at Pop Americana, which the podcast you're currently listening to is also a part of. To find that and more, check out the link in the description. The following is a spoiler-filled review for the movie Raya and the Last Dragon. Listener discretion is advised. Raya and the Last Dragon was written and directed by Don Hall, who also uh, directed Big Hero 6, Carlos Lopez Estrada, who also directed Summertime, Paul Briggs, who is currently getting ready to direct an untitled Disney animated fantasy project, that is how it's listed on IMDb hmm. right now. Would that be called Strange Worlds? It
2: didn't say. Ah, well, never mind.
1: So I don't know. Huh. But also John Ripa, who was the head of story on Moana. Hmm. It was also written by Kui Nguyen, Adele Lim, Paul Briggs, Kiel Murray, and Dean Wellens. Ah. Getting into the cast, we've got Kelly Marie Tran as Raya, who played Rose Tico in Star Wars aquafina yes that is actually her name yes aquafina it's not spelled like the like the uh, coca-cola bottled water but <laughs> actually i don't think that's coca-cola but it doesn't matter uh but she played sisu mm-hmm. and in uh she played uh dotty in shang chi and the legend of the ten rings i still need to watch that film Ooh, that's a good movie that's mcu's dragon ball really get right down to it that's what happened nice you need to watch it it's a lot of fun i gotcha uh isaac Wang played Boone, And he played the character of Owen in Clifford, the big red dog. Oh, the the live action one? Yes. Okay. Gemma Chan played Namari, and she was Cersei in The Eternals. Hmm. Daniel Day Kim played the voice of Benja, and he played Jin Su Kwan in Lost. Hmm. Benedict Wong played Tong, and he was Wong
2: (laughs) in the MCU. (laughs) Original. (laughs) He's the uh, current Sorcerer Supreme yes. in the MCU, and I'll be like, honestly, be like, when I, when I, when I realized that was the actor who, who can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> First time I didn't First realize. First time it. you can't. Second time, oh yes. Oh yeah, and it's like oh okay, yeah, yeah yeah that's him. Yeah. Uh,
1: Jonah Shao played young Namari, mm-hmm. and she played uh Julia Yang in the t- in the AMC TV series *Halt and Catch Fire*. Okay. Sandra O oh was the voice of Verona, and she played Ming in Turning Red, mm. which we just recently talked we about. Did. Thalia Tran played Little Noi, uh, That's the uh, yeah L- Little Noy, and uh, she played sh- something someone named Charlotte Perry in Council of Dads. I have no idea what that is. Mm. Lucille Sung played Dang Hu, and in the television show Desperate Housewives, she played Yao Lin, mm. and Alan Tudyk. Was the voice of Tuk Tuk. Oh, okay. Of course. And he played K2SO in Rogue One, plus a very angry chicken in Moana. Uh stupid chicken. I had to mess with you on that one. Oh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts Connections. The only one I really found was GK Bows, who has additional voices both here and in Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, okay. I suspect, however, I hope that there are future connections to Kingdom Hearts 4. <laughs>
2: Course.
1: Because like I said, this seems tailor-made
2: for Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what do we got at info and stuff? Info and stuff. imdb IMDB. It has 7.3 out of 10. It's available to watch on Disney Plus. If you are subscribed to Disney Plus, uh, it was it was produced by this was interesting. Uh, it was produced by Walt Disney Animated Studios via home. <laughs> well, yes, they had to work from home. They had to work from home for this movie. <laughs> Which was interesting. We go watch. Thanks, the, COVID. Yeah, thanks, COVID. <laughs> um, it was distributed obviously by uh, Walt Disney Motion Pictures. Uh, it was a re- it was released. It was you know released March fifth, two thousand twenty one. So before that, Riot and uh, the movie was originally scheduled for the it was scheduled in the United States on November twenty fifth, twenty twenty but obviously it got pushed it got pushed way back well and i suspect
1: some of that is not just uh with with the worry about whether or not it'll be how smart is released during covid mm-hmm. i think literally the switch or in march mm-hmm. to working from a studio to working at home probably set them back a couple weeks probably so they got all the tech stuff worked around oh, yeah. and then they were able to get back going again probably I'm guessing in like May and so that they got delayed at least 2 months yes, they did just trying to get it set up
2: I'm um, guessing don't know they didn't set all right so due to the covid pandemic thanks COVID, uh the film was delayed until March 12th 2021 and then on December 10th 2020 the as part of Disney's investor day presentation it was announced the theater's theatrical release was postponed again until March 5th 2021 when it was released, uh, uh, it would be simultaneously released on Disney Plus Premium Access. Thank the Lord they got rid of that. Yes. Yeah, because that was a headache and a half. I understand
1: why they were doing it, but it still is annoying.
2: Yes. Uh, let's see. Ray in the Last Dragon was available for purchase through Premier Access uh, until j- June 4th. Uh, it was available for free all subscribers in Latin America on... August or April twenty third from and the June third other countries and theaters. Uh it was also released with a short uh with us again, which is a very cool short. Mm-hmm. Uh I would highly recommend to go find that. It's on Disney Plus. It's a really, really cool short. Uh theatrical release. Uh it opened obviously. Um it's US opening, which there again. You're talking about it, it was during the height of the pandemic in twenty twenty one. Uh, It came out with uh, $8.5 million. million. Uh, Its U.S. gross was $54.7 million. Its international gross was $130.4 million. There again, these are numbers with COVID in mind. So we can't really short the film because, oh, it did bad because we're dealing with COVID here. Thanks, Mm -hmm. COVID. Uh, Home release. Ray and the last dragon was released on uh digital HD on April 2nd, 2021 with Blu-ray and DVD and ultra HD Blu-ray released the following month on May 18th. Uh, the digital release also included us again. Uh, there is no scheduled for a sequel for Ryan, dra- uh, the last the, Ryan, the last dragon. As uh, we know, I know there are fandom out there that would probably want that. I highly doubt that's going to happen. Uh, hopefully it doesn't happen because that makes no sense for the story because mm-hmm. um, we're not going to get into that in the story because fans can be weird or people can be weird. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have for an info and stuff.
1: Let's get into the summary. 500 years ago, the peaceful and prosperous subcontinent of Kumandra is ravaged by the Druun, evil, dark-colored spirits that turn every living thing in their path to stone. Sisu, the last surviving dragon, is given her sibling's magic, which was placed in a gem. She concentrates her magic into the gem and blasts the Druun away, reviving Kumandra's people, but not its dragons. A power struggle for the gem divides Kumandra's people into five separate kingdoms called Fang, Heart, Spine, Talon, and Tail, corresponding to their placement along a gigantic dragon-shaped river. Five hundred years later, Chief Benja of the Heart Tribe, which ends up retaining possession of the Dragon Gem, trains his daughter, young warrior princess Raya, to protect the gem, firmly believing Kumandra can be reunited. Benja holds a feast for the leadership of all five tribes. During the feast, Raya befriends, befriends Namari, daughter of Chief Varana of the Fang tribe, and Fang's princess, who gives Raya a dragon pendant and tells her of a legend that says the dragon Sisu still exists and can be summoned. Trusting Namari, Raya shows her the gem's chamber. Namari betrays Raya as part of a plot to help Fang steal the gem. Alerted to the attack, Benja and the other tribes arrive and start fighting over the gem, breaking it into five pieces in the scuffle. The gem's destruction creates a fissure which releases the drune once more, quickly overtaking the Land of Heart. As every tribe member steals a piece of the gem and flees, Benja notices that the drune are repelled by water and sacrifices himself to save Raya's life by throwing her in the river before getting turned to stone by the drune. Six years later, Raya tricks across Kumandra searching for Sisu to have her create another gem and banish the drune once more. She manages to summon her at a shipwreck in Tale, where Sisu admits that she did not create the gem, but wielded it on behalf of her four siblings, who each contributed their magic to the gem. Raya and Sisu resolve to take back the four stolen pieces of the gem, reassemble it, and use it to banish the Druun and restore Raya's father and others who were turned to stone. Raya and Sisu travel through tribes reclaiming pieces of the gem and making new friends. The young restaurateur, Bon, from Tail, the baby con artist, Little Noi. And her three Anjis from Talon, and the warrior Tong from Spine, all of whom have lost loved ones to the Droon. Namari pursues Raya, hoping to gain the gem shards for the Fang tribe. Each gem shared they acquire blesses Sisu with one of her siblings' magical powers. Raya, not fully trusting their new companions, insists Sisu remain disguised as a human, but Sisu reveals herself to save Raya from Namari at Spine. At Fang, Sisu persuades Raya to propose an alliance to Namari. Rather than steal the final piece of the gem, as a gesture of trust, Raya returns the pendant Namari gave her years ago. Namari torn between her responsibility to Fang and her wish to help defeat the Druun, threatens them with a crossbow. Sisu tries to rec- calm N- Namari, but Raya attacks with her sword, causing Namari's crossbow to fire and kill Sisu. <sighs> Sisu's death drains away all the water of Kumandra, allowing the Druun to overrun the realm. Furious by Namari's actions, Raya pursues Namari whom she finds grieving the petrification of her mother, and they fight. While Raya's companions use the gem pieces to evacuate the people of Fang, Raya defeats and prepares to kill Namari, but soon, when Namari reminds Raya of her role in Sisu's death due to her inability to trust others, Raya stops when Namari reminds Raya of her role in Sisu's death due to her inability to trust others. Raya and Namari go to aid the others as the Droon gain on, gain on her group. Riot remembers how Trust allowed Sisu to save the world. She urges the others to unite and reassemble the gem, showing her faith in Namari by handing over her gem piece and allowing the drone to turn her into stone. Bone, Bon, Tong, Noi, and the Anjis follow suit, and Namari reassembles the gem before the drune petrifies her as well. With the dragon gem reassembled, it unleashes a powerful shockwave that spreads throughout Kumandra, vanquishes all the drune, and conjures up a magical rainstorm, which revives everyone, including alongside all the dragons who later revive Sisu. The group reunites with the, their lost loved ones, including Raya and her father. The tribes and dragons gather at heart to unify as Kumandra once again. Getting into the trivia for this one Raya means great in Indonesian, hmm. Raya means hibiscus in Malay and also the national flower of Malaysia. Really? Yes. Some Vietnamese words are used in the movie, such as Ba, which Raya calls her father, and O toy" meaning, oh crap, <laughs> basically. Tuk Tuk was created out of necessity as the story required a mode of transportation for Raya. After brainstorming ideas for what could serve such a purpose in a fantasy environment, the filmmakers created a an hybrid animal with the ability to curl into a ball and ride. The visual development artist later expanded on the idea to create a fully-fledged character in Tuk Tuk, turning him into a roly-poly motorcycle. Yeah, that was a a motor, motor unicycle. The land of Kumandra is inspired by the Southeast Asian countries of Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, Myanmar, Malaysia, Indonesia, the Philippines, and Laos. Hmm. Uh, Raya's fighting style using two sticks is based on the Filipino martial art Kali, also known as Arnis or Eskrima. And Raya is the third Disney princess to be a wholly original character, i.e. not based on any prior character from a fairy tale or legend, after Merida and Moana. They also do not have love interests, unlike the other prin- others in the Disney princess lineup.
2: Anyway, uh jacob what's your first like for this film my first like would be let me get to my notes he got
1: distracted folks of
2: course i get distracted uh no room to talk exactly uh my first like would actually be the the more overall theme of this movie is coming together is like we we had this like you can look at the film as either when it was created the fact be like you you had artists directors voice actors who couldn't go in the studio they couldn't be together and uh they they came together as a group to make this thing or you take it as what the the world has become now with the you know combination of politics uh and like other other factors that have basically divided our country in the united states Mm -hmm. over so many so many issues so many issues that we like you 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 try to talk to somebody who has a different point of view and they will try, literally try to eat your head off. Yeah. Cuz you don't agree with them on everything. And I think it's just this idea that be like if we if we can come together and just talk about what's coming on and just try to be just have unity in something other than, you know, trying to take something from one another and trying to it's it's kind of like how in how in scripture it's always reminding the church that be like you are a body of Christ be like be like you are be like you're you're not the head you're not the foot be like you 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 serve a, a greater role than just be like oh this person's the head I'm the toe but I, I I started finding those parallels be like you can find you know like what it says in scripture that like the The body of Christ is a, a unit, is a whole, and sometimes be like we sometimes we like even the church looks divided in some fashion or form, like the world is, and mm-hmm. uh the the world is going to be the world, and we're, we, we like we we can try to not, you know, put, be like oh we're going to put a heavy hand on you you got to do this, but it's like hey come together and like, hey let's talk about things, but I I, I love that the theme of uh, these these tribes who have now become so uh embittered with each other because of a gym and they want power and they want like all they want all the power and it just be like it's it, it reflects so much of our world now and it's just it's sad but if if the world would just kind of look at and say it's like hey we have differences be like yeah we might be mad at each other but hey we can still come together and be like come together over a meal And uh, I I try that all the time with people. I I don't be like, I don't politically agree with, I don't spiritually agree with, but we can have a meal and have a conversation kind of like Raya's father. It's just be like, Hey, let's have a meal. Let's, you know, serve one another. And um, yeah, I I like that theme and I I would love to see more of that, but you know, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a prayer of mine that, you know, we can just, you know, talk about Mm -hmm. things and you know, that's sometimes a challenge. So yeah, that was that that was one of the themes that kind of just hit home with me. And I just I really wish the world will, you know, watch this movie and be like, hey, like, hey, let's, you know, talk about Mm -hmm. things. Instead of be like, oh, you disagree about this. Wanna bite your head off for stupid things. But uh, yeah. That that theme kind of hit home with me in it's in a lot of ways. Okay. So yeah, it's coming together. What's your number one? My number
1: one is that this has some of the best martial arts action in Western computer animation. Oh, completely agree. Because the only other movie I can think of that does that is Kung Fu Panda (laughs) off the top of my head. Right. Although Big Hero 6 had some of that, too, and uh, Spider-Man technically has some fighting in it, although I don't know if that's technically martial arts. Mm. but anyway it's some it's beautiful it almost looks like you're watching a, a normal kung fu movie mm-hmm. uh, in terms of how it goes about things it's a lot of the animation is just spot on and beautiful oh yeah um and and the the way they handle a lot of the action in here is just fun especially when you get a certain furry dragon involved oh yeah so yeah i mean it's it's a great movie uh and i, and I love all the action in it I, I admittedly, I kind of, I watch a lot of shonen anime where they do a bunch of kung fu, martial arts mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. And this is like, you can tell they were at least trying to go for that sort of style here and it works. It works very wonderfully. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Uh, what's your second like? My second like would actually be Aquafetus performance. Oh my gosh. Cause be like, I'm like, cause I'm thinking like, this is another actor, another actress but I was like, no, this is not the, the actress I'm thinking of. And I'm like, wow, she brings just like brings this level of comedy to a movie that's so serious. Mm-hmm. And it's not the over the top kind of like Jenny McCarthy kind of comedy that yeah. just rubs you the wrong way in different places. Now, I'm not saying Jenny McCarthy is a bad actress. I just don't like her. Comedy
1: style. That's I liked her in Thor: Love and Thunder.
2: I, I did too. I was
1: <laughs> surprised by that. I was like, "Whoa, it's Jim McCarthy!" No, that was one of those. Was like, "Okay, you're doing this. I know Hella's got to come up. Who is the? Who would be the best person to be fake Hella?
2: I know who." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Three seconds later, there she is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh Aquafina's performance as a Shifu was just absolutely a. It was great. I, I was I was la I was chuckling to myself like anytime she would say something, or um just like like I, I guarantee they took references of her like doing her oh yeah her, her remote because like how they, they
1: had to have filmed well I'm sure they filmed all the actors oh yeah they did. as they were recording their lines but this one you can tell they were just taking her the way her, she was moving and talking and uh huh doing and working that into the animation of the character mm-hmm.
2: and there was there was there was one because i watched all the both behind as scenes. her
1: dragon form and as her human form
2: oh agreed there was one scene this is kind of like a small offset mm-hmm. but it was uh during the behind the scenes because obviously you're shooting this from home you're recording this from home yeah and uh aquafina be like she set up a a tent within her her living room, and apparently she has cats. <laughs> so the cats would come in the booth every once in a while. It's like, whoa, hold on, look at that cat! <laughs> it's like, get out of here! <laughs> it was absolutely hysterical. Namari because- is the one who's supposed to have cats, not me, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I'm pretty sure they was like, oh, cats, we can put cats in here, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like the the expressions they put on Chifu that sifu 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 Shifu is another character that from is another true. movie that is true sifu see nah, now i'm getting tongue-tied <laughs> of course but either or be like her character was absolutely incredible her her, her performance as sifu mm-hmm. sifu thank you uh was incredible i enjoyed that this again this character who's just be like oh be like oh we need to bring a gift and be like we don't get along anymore be like, we got to like, try.
1: Yeah. It's like, yeah, but that's the best way to, to, to get back together is to give someone a gift. Yeah. Oh, I love this thing called credits. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it's like, oh, you are the kind of person who should never be allowed to have a credit card. <laughs>
2: and oh, you won't have
1: one for long.
2: No. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, just like uh, Aquafina's performance as uh, Sifu was just absolutely a dream it was just like it was the perfect blend of comedy that wasn't too silly mm-hmm. but it kept the like the entire rest of the movie so serious yeah but it lightened it up just a little bit and made it fun mm-hmm. and had this perfect blend of all those elements in this movie and just sifu right there performed by uh, aquafina just like great performance. i really enjoyed it so that's my second like
1: uh, my second like is the wide array of likable characters, which also includes Namari, who you know I am a sucker mm-hmm. for redemption stories. Yeah, agreed. And Namari has got one of the good ones. Agreed. Because um, yeah, she stabbed Raya in the back not once, not, not twice, twice, but three times. <laughs> a lady. Yeah, and uh it. She still has, she still gets the chance to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. When finally Raya learns, I gotta trust you. Yeah, that's all I can do. And if not, well, what do you do? How am I gonna know later? I'll be turned into stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, but you not just got her. You've got, uh, of course, Raya and Sifu, like we mm-hmm. talked. We've talked about Raya. At least does have some trust issues, but for the most part, she's positive. She's uh, she's still that positive girl from the beginning of uh-huh. the film, but she's had to. She's learned to not be as trusting as she used to be. Yeah. Uh, Sifu, you can tell is the young is the baby of her family, mm. <laughs> of, of of the brothers and sisters. Yeah. She's she because I think all her brothers and sisters are older than her. Yeah. If I remember yeah, correctly, she's the youngest. She's you can tell she's. Not used to having much responsibility, <laughs> right? But she, it's like, oh,
2: what's this? <laughs> but
1: she did at least have responsibility at one point, and right. she went through with it. And now she knows she has a responsibility to get everything else mm-hmm. to, to get everything back to where it was. Uh, of course, got Captain Boone. Oh yeah, the greatest r- restauranteer on in all of uh, Kumandra. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like how he's always trying. to... He'll, he'll help you for a price yeah he's the constant always man. a price <laughs> but yeah he's definitely willing to help yeah he's actually a, pr- a pretty decent guy yeah um the con baby con Noi.
2: Baby. <laughs> yeah oh and annoyed.
1: her i don't remember what they called the monkeys but because i know they're technically fictional animals yeah but uh th- that whole party it's like when you first meet them you're like annoyed at them yeah because there's somebody else trying to betray or trying to get something out of raya that they don't they don't deserve but yet they do help Mm -hmm. and it's like after a while it's like yeah i'm glad these pete guys are on our seats yeah side then you get tong oh tong Tong. I, i know when i i knew this time that tong was gonna eventually be on our side yeah but the first time i was like okay, how, we've reached the end of the movie apparently because there's no way they're gonna survive this mm-hmm. and also it's like okay, Tong is just he he's just the last surviving member of spine mm-hmm. and he's lonely and doesn't know what to do with being lonely right, right. but he's still a noble warrior of spine and is gonna try and uphold everything mm-hmm. and he ends up helping them. Take care of Fang and all that, and yeah. help escape. And he's one of the first ones. He and the other. It's, and it's after. It's during that point. That point in the story where they find find out that Sisu is actually a water dragon. Uh huh. It's like, why do you lead him with that? It's like, God, <laughs> well, didn't why? I didn't. I didn't know you. How was I supposed to trust you? <laughs> but anyway, but all that you get to Namari, and from the beginning, Namari. Is both you can tell she's a lot like Raya, but she's had to learn to be more ruthless because her mother's taught her to be more ruthless. Right. And she's willing to do whatever it takes to help her hurt her city. But by the end of the film, she has to essentially be the dragon nerd that she always is, like, like Raya is, and learn to trust in every everyone. Yeah. So, I mean, all of these characters combined it's like you're very happy when you finally see her see namari get the family hug for lack of a better term at the end of the film agreed so yeah the whole that whole gang is just like so fun and great characters yeah enjoyable and yeah they all have a lot to learn throughout the story right but they they are full three-dimensional characters and i appreciate that because you don't always get that in movies
2: anymore true
1: much less animated movies. Even Disney is guilty of giving us 2D. Well, I say 2D characters, two dimensional characters, even in the, uh, even when, uh, but I'm not referring to animation style. Yeah. (laughs) Two dimensional written characters. Even Disney is capable of giving us those. But anyway, um,
2: that's what I enjoyed. What is your third like? Okay. So before I go into that, I'm going to jump onto yours really fast. The, uh, the, um, the uh the crew that makes up this this yes. this, this ragtag team of mm-hmm. of uh adventurers or heroes uh it's, it's so diverse and so unique cuz you don't expect the the con baby you don't expect really you the, don't
1: expect any of them no, to join the group no you don't because om- they they're all every one of those characters is introduced as here's a random character that's going to help during this chapter of the story right. all of a sudden oh you're coming along with us okay to the point where about the, about the point where it's like where you would think oh you're going to be the one who comes along with us aren't you you're, it it shifts at that point once yeah. tong cuz by the time tong uh, is appeared you yeah. kind of go oh you're spine's representative in this family yeah exactly and that's the last time we actually get a real representative re- representative that is true because the other the we already have Heart's representative, which is, True. uh, been saying her name this whole time. Raya. Raya, name mm-hmm. of the freaking movie. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> And of course, Fang's representative is going to be Namari. Mm-hmm. So it's at that point, it's like, yeah, we, the family's together for the most part. We just got one other member, but she'll, she's technically been a part of the family this whole time. She just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> True. So she's gonna, we'll, we'll take care of her when the time comes. But, uh,
2: yeah, uh, uh, yeah yeah. Yeah, and also the uh when you mentioned the like the big group hug, it reminds me there again be like if I get a chance to bring up tangled I'm going to bring it up. The no, uh the, really? the 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 very end of tangled where um flint is pulled into the 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 family group hug. Mm-hmm. That's uh, like it reminded me because when uh Sifu Sifu Sifu. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sifu. Thank you. Uh cuz I'm always I'm always terrible. I'm, I'm going to pronounce something wrong. Yeah. Uh, but when Sifu pulls in, uh, Namari, they are like, okay, that instantly reminded me of that scene. And I was like, that's a very touching scene because like Sifu is the one who's like, be like, we got to come together. We got to come together and just like, yeah, stop looking past all your, you know, the, your hangups.
1: And one of the things I like about that scene in particular is, you know, they, as, as the, they realize Sifu's alive and they're of course not stone anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, all the main gang, you know, they come up and they, they're hugging Sifu, and it's almost like Sifu's the one who realizes somebody's missing and looks over and sees Namari and Namari doesn't jump in because she, to some degree, does not feel like she's actually part of the group she, yeah. cause she's not worthy. She's the one who actually shot Sifu. Yeah. And you could, and admittedly, like the movie says, Raya is just as guilty of that for not trusting yeah, her in the first mm-hmm. place. But, uh, the fact she's just doing, they're doing the whole bow symbol thing Mm-hmm. As a show of respect, and Sifu just like grabs yeah. yep. her with the tail and says, "Nope, you're you're with this group. You yeah, we in. know you're one of us. You're I'm part of, you're part of the story too. If it weren't for you, none of this gonna happen. You Very are part true. of us.
2: Very true. You're you're allowed to be happy. <laughs> Don't beat yourself too bad. Yes, I'm here. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> but okay, it's so all, it's
1: your mother's fault.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> she's too ruthless." <laughs> All right. So going into my third uh, mine is what I called mortal combat <laughs> is the, the, like you, I think it was your, your first like, Mm-hmm. yeah was the the, the fight scene the great fight scenes the choreography it's just like oh my gosh look at this be like you have one two three four like four like four or five scenes where it's just like like hands-on you know combat with two different characters different styles uh and you can ex- uh, like very distinctly tell which like what fighting styles each character is using and uh this is really hard when you're doing the you know mortal combat themes i'm going to try to talk i was waiting for you to give me the evil eye and you never did <laughs> i'm trying to be respectful you're trying to be professional dang it yeah come on be like stop with the song <laughs> but uh yeah just the, the 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 fight scenes in the movie are incredible and the be like you, you you go watch time behind the scenes and watch how they did that and definitely during covid that was really cool yeah um but just like the overall um just the the choreography is just insane be like you see like in like if you were to take any other film but like you would never see a character get kicked or like uh at some way Namari like like power kicks um uh, mm-hmm. Raya just like tumbling over, and I was like, "Wow, that's really good!" Like showing the different styles and showing the different martial arts that these character these characters are using, and distinguishing with those styles. And I find that very cool. Definitely when you get to the last fight when Demary and Raya are fighting, because Raya just had it. Yeah, be like she's angry, she's wanting blood, and it's just like full on. Be like, I, I, I am going to shed blood with this fight, Mm -hmm. and it's not her holding back it's not i'm trying to escape no i'm going to take you out because yeah. you you took out the last thing is to try to try to save our world and you destroyed it so i'm going to end you mm-hmm. and uh it's just very well done all the choreography throughout like everything in this movie is very well done and especially the martial arts scenes the fight scenes are incredible and uh yeah if you like you know action uh action movies with a lot of fight scenes. This movie's right up your alley. Yeah. So yeah. Third is it's, it's not be like, I, I didn't put these and be like, Oh, this is my best. This is my worst mm-hmm. three, but it's just like overall, no we don't do it that way. No, we don't. It's not, it's not based in a, a hierarchical yeah. category, but I just love the fight scenes in the movie. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's my third. My third, like is the world building oh
1: yes definitely um especially the fact that how each town is based off of the different parts of the dragon Mm -hmm. not just in name but in like temperament Mm -hmm. so you've got uh fang which is obviously the main weapon of the dragon yeah and they're the ones that's the most dangerous and the most uh likely to you know your head off yeah (laughs) you've got heart which is the emotional center Mm -hmm. and it makes sense that that's where the the more i'm not gonna say lovey dovey but the more uh peaceful yeah areas are but also the more passionate uh spine obviously has the most backbone Mm
2: -hmm.
1: pardon the pun Mm -hmm. talon you know it's they're uh, talon you know they're they're the con artists basically Mm -hmm. they're the where money change hands or Mm -hmm. change talents. Mm -hmm. Uh, And of course, tail is just, you know, the tail end of the dragon. And that's where the tail end of apparently all the commerce is too. Um, I I like all that. I like, you know, I like how, uh, you know, it's very obvious that the reason the dragons did not uh, disappeared after Sifu saved the world from Mm -hmm. the Druun the first time was Mm -hmm. because, the humans were the natural cause for the droon to show up in the first place. Oh, yeah. But they never tell you that. Yeah. They say, oh, yeah, it comes from the discord in, in the humans' hearts. Uh, it's like, oh, and there's still this discord between all the humans' hearts. That's why while they were able to bring the, dra- the humans back, they couldn't bring the dragons back. But at the end, they are able to bring everybody back because instead of the dragons having to sacrifice themselves yeah. to save the humans, it was actually the humans who had to come together yeah, it was to whole- save everybody. Yeah, And they showed how they should have been working together the whole time. Agreed. Uh, and it took pretty much sacrifice from everybody mm-hmm. to come to that realization. Um, the whole thing with... Hey, when I say this is tailor-made for Kingdom Hearts... It's because I, I, I half con- I'm half convinced that what this movie pulled from for its lore with the drone and uh, you know that was dealing with the hearts of people and mm-hmm. how their emotional state, I'm half convinced it's the same place that Kingdom Hearts pulled the Heartless from. Okay. As I suspect they have a similar connection somewhere in Japanese mythology or Asian mythology that I don't know. Possibly. Um uh, because I, I feel like they must have pulled from the same location there. But uh, I, I just, the way the lore is set up in this, it's like it, there's never a point where it breaks. Yeah, A lot of times, even in Disney movies, there's a point where you go, okay, logically that's not going to happen. Yeah. Even with the, the world you set up in the story, there's not a point in, in this movie where that's the case. Yeah. Because, I mean, like the strangest thing is the fact that at tail, the rivers are just dry up at the very end of the tail. They just go into these, you know, it just disappears. But the thing is that happens because if the, the if tail is a, a estuary, like a, a low inland thing that the river mm. flows to, but it can't get out yeah. and it just happens to have happen to be a desert where it evaporates Yeah, like uh, uh, the great salt Lake yeah. in the United States believe that's one of the one of those yeah uh that'll happen so yeah I, I i appreciate even how that's realistic even though it's the oddest thing to see kind of in the whole thing the only other weird thing is tuk-tuk's the only tuk-tuk we ever see true which is odd <laughs> like why aren't there other giant bear bug things roly-poly bear bed bu- bed bugs roly-poly bear bug bug bears Bugbears Bug bear. is the word I'm looking Bug for. Bears. That's the you. actual name of a creature. Yeah. Roly-poly bugbears. Why do we see any more of those in this <laughs> world? That's what I want to know. Anyway, that's pretty much
2: where I'm stopping. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's your first dislike? Dislike now granted, this is a like nitpick. Be like you can see very like most of our dislikes for this film aren't going to be true, nitpicks. just nitpicks. Uh the there's some early on like the animation in the movie is beautiful. But like every animated film, there is going to be some imperfections, some flaws. Mm-hmm. Like you can see, like maybe like the lighting wasn't done exactly right. Where it'd be like, maybe it's reflecting off the wrong way or something like that. Yeah. Or like you, you can see where like little things here and there that it's just like, okay, I, I can, I can see the, the human imperfections in something. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, not first is a little, little animation errors here and there or lighting errors or something like that. But yeah, still love the movie. Uh,
1: my first dislike is the fact that they use some modern lingo. Agree. In, throughout the film. Granite. I can understand it might being written that way. If you're translating maybe from Chinese and not uh, Chinese, but Asian, the ancient Asian languages or the, the, the languages they are supposed to be speaking yeah. into English. I can see how maybe you might choose a more modern term for some of this stuff, but, it throws me off when they go from talking like an ancient mystical chinese or asian yeah. uh, kung fu movie to all of a sudden yeah i'm a bit of a dragon nerd yeah like it's it's like it's like you expect them to say yeah i'm just going to we're going to yeet that dragon crystal away from the thing so, so uh, our fam can come back together we not gen z can y'all can y'all just take a break because <laughs> that's not how people would have talked in this film and i'm so and, and there's just a couple moments it's mostly among the kids it's almost like you, you couldn't get the kids to say the, the ones playing young namari and young uh mm-hmm. raya to actually say and understand what what they were actually saying and maybe a uh more natural speech for that time so they say, oh yeah it's it's this thing it's like And then they had to keep using the term dragon nerd throughout the whole thing. And it's like, uh, this does not work for me. I'm sorry. Can y'all not do this? Because this just is taking me right out of the film. (laughs) But yeah, that is a nitpick. Because for the most part, it's fine. It's just, if you're going to talk about what is the biggest thing that annoyed me in this film, it's like modern terminology and slang that would not have been used at this time and debating if it should actually be used now but that's just me being slowly turning into an old man but anyway
2: <laughs> jacob what's your second dislike oh curmudgeon <laughs> happens to the best of us that is true that is true uh my number two i actually don't have a number two are you telling me you only had one dislike yeah one dislike well then i'll just finish this
1: off because right. i actually did go to the trouble of coming up with two more nitpicks. All right. So before that, finish it. <laughs> See, okay, uh, Namari's turn uh, for her redemption arc is yeah. a little fast.
2: Yeah, I would agree with uh, you
1: because you only while there is some like semblance there that maybe she might turn friendly. Yeah, like in the beginning, it really you really it really doesn't start feeling like she might. uh Turn to help our care our, our heroes until about three quarters of the way through the film. Yeah. And then it's like it's like she was if she was going in one direction, she turned one degree and then turned the rest of the uh, 179 degrees in like two or three scenes.
2: Yeah, I would agree with you on that. And it's
1: like it's here and then well, I
2: say that. It's like
1: she she was she turned one degree at one point, then she turned 89 degrees to be 90 degrees. Like, okay, she's kind of turning, but she's not quite there. Yeah, and then it stays at that 90 degrees until everyone's turned to stone but her. Because she tries to run off with the dragon crystals after they were nice enough to give them to her. And they'll never know that, but we know because it was we saw it. Mm-hmm. And she's still at that 90 degree angle of whether or not she's going to be a good guy or not. Because she can still go one way or the other. And finally, that's when she turns the you know, the complete 180. It's like, it's just a little fast. Because ideally, it should kind of turn slowly and smoothly. Mm-hmm. But here, it's just like jerky and quick in spots. And then holds for a long time. And then switches fast again. It's like... a. I recognize that's kind of how things work and how people are, but mm-hmm. ideally I should have more of an idea, more of a feeling yeah. that she's going to eventually be a good person. Or I should get the feeling that it's, she is slowly changing to realize the error of her ways, but it just, you don't really feel like she, it just goes a little too fast. Okay. Cause it's like literally yeah. 30 minutes. She goes from, Going fully one direction, going fully the other direction, and it juts and judders in that 30 minutes. They're yeah. Like, it just, well, it's, it's just, like I said, it's a nitpick because I still yeah. like it. Yeah. I just wish it was a little smoother and was more obvious over the whole course of the film. Okay. But at the same time, you do still need that feeling that for the, for the audience that she's going to stab Raya in the back again, all the way up to Sifu's death. Yeah. You do need that in the film. Agreed. But it could have played it a little better where it's like you didn't know if she was or wasn't. Mm-hmm. Because, you kn- at least I knew both times when they met her on the island that she was going to stab them both in the back. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how it was going to go. I didn't recognize it was going to go with Sifu's
2: death. Yeah,
1: But I, I knew at that point it was the fact that she was trying not, she, she couldn't decide whether or not to shoot Sifu in the first first place is the only place where I realize okay you are have you have turned ninety degrees yeah. away from the uh, the path you were going on you just need to make the last little bit and then oh she shot Sifu and eh, you still feel like you're gonna keep keep turning slowly but you're gonna you're gonna be stalled for a bit yeah which is what happens right. so I mean yeah that's my second dislike my third little dislike is because this is a six act story yeah. It feels rushed. This feels like the kind of thing that should be like a 12 episode television show, maybe agree. a six hour long episode television show. Yeah. It's just every day they, they just, it's because it, it literally, it goes scenes in town or scene in between scenes in town, scene in between. It's like, give me a little bit of time to get to know the each of these groups of characters yeah i agree until i've got to you know be cheering them on at the very end mm-hmm. make make it feel like these this is a found family mm-hmm. and it, it is a found family and you do believe it but it feels like it is very rushed and how quickly it's got to go through all of these events i mean there are major characters in these individual stories that have a grand total of two lines
2: yeah i would agree maybe with yeah, two really, lines. Yeah, if, if I was to make another, I would, I would agree with you, because there's not enough one time of to chief, really develop them. One of the two, two of the chiefs have no lines. Yeah, literally.
1: Correction, three of the chiefs have no lines, because technically the chief that stole the gem in, in Talon is not the chief they have to steal it from in Talon, when they get to Talon. So instead they hire Betty White. As I s- swear, that woman was Betty White. It sounded like Betty White, but anyway, those yep. are all my nitpicks. Which brings us to the end of the uh, the review. So we need to rate this thing. What are you rating it?
2: So just for that fatality, <laughs>
1: finish him.
2: <laughs> fatality,
1: perfect.
2: <laughs> Maybe <laughs> glorious victory, flawless victory. <laughs> So I sound like I'm. Qu- like, like, you're, you're
1: like close to what the announcer says of Mortal Kombat, but you're just a little off.
2: Yeah, you know how long <laughs> since I played Mortal Kombat. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, we did watch the first movie, which like quoted Mortal Kombat a that, year ago. That
2: is true. Year, year
1: and a half, maybe two years ago. Whenever we did that for uh, um, movie of the week podcast, right? But anyway,
2: yeah. So I'm giving this the nine. This was a fun movie. This was a great movie. Uh, great characters i would agree i agree with you there that be like there, there's there's it's maybe a little too rushed and you don't get like like some of the chief you never get to know them you be like you're in one town you're in and gone like nothing happens mm-hmm. or it's so quick it's just boom 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 yeah because they're they're trying to get to that that point in the movie but overall like i love the story love the characters love the message uh, the fighting is oh my gosh yes give me more mm-hmm. uh, just you know money 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 please more. yeah <laughs> um if, if if disney does more movies like this and has more like action fight choreography like this yes every day Be yeah i like, just I'll take they are money. very good at it yes uh yeah it's definitely a nine definitely a nine okay i'm giving it an 8.5 okay I, like I said, I did have a
1: couple little small nitpicks that kind of knock it down a little bit, yeah. but this is still a great movie. Go watch it if you're oh, even on the yeah. fence. Uh, if you like action kung fu movies, uh, if you liked Avatar The Last Airbender, yes. <laughs> you like Dragon Ball Z, you like that sort of stuff, Go, th- this should be a no-brainer. Go watch yeah, it. go watch this. If you don't like that stuff, go watch it. Give it a shot. Yeah. This is like easy stuff to watch and get into. Because it is still a Disney movie, even if it's doing all these cool Kung Fu and Asian stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, That brings us to the end of our movie section, which means we need to jump into... Yeah, what movie are we doing next? Oh, next?
2: Yes. Actually, it's another martial arts kind of movie.
1: I believe you're correct. Let me bring
2: it up. Yeah, it's the Lego Ninjago
1: movie. Yes. We are doing... This is literally (laughs) going to be... The Lego Power Rangers movie. <laughs> it's Lego time. Almost! Almost! Except Jackie Chan is in this. Really? Yeah, I'm not you'll see you'll see him. He does have he has play a voice in the in the in the show. Really? It's a, he actually replaces one of the characters from the TV show. Really? Yeah. Cool. So yeah, that is Lego Ninjago movie is our next one. Uh, but in the meet before that, you're the, the, the part of the show you've been looking forward to <laughs> since we started <laughs> yes <laughs> the animated series
2: and the masters of the universe
0: so
1: up the Eiffel Tower. The dinky, the pinky and the brain, 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 brain. brain. I still need to put a quick little my baby baby. Exactly, click and then immediately click. (laughs) Still need to do that. But anyway we are reviewing the season two finale of Rapunzel's tangled adventure, "Destinies Collide," parts one and two. Although it's one episode, let's get let be honest, yeah, it's
2: one episode.
1: Uh, it's directed by Tom Caulfield and Joe O. Oh, written by Jace Ricky, Leanna Dindle, Kelly Hannon, Ricky Roxburgh, Dave Schiff, Jeremy Ship, and James Hull as a story consultant. Really? That's how it was worded. Mm. Getting into the guest cast for this, we've got Jonathan Banks returning as Quirin, Kelly Hugh returning as Adira, and Bruce Campbell as King Edmund. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Now, correct me if I'm wrong before I get into this, and it could have been there, and I've just forgotten because it has been a hot minute. Yeah. But when he was in episode one of season two, was that actually Bruce Campbell as King Edmund? Was that his voice or did they get somebody else to play? I'm not sure. I have to go back and look at okay, it. I'm just curious because I was sitting here watching this episode later earlier this morning today. I, I was thinking, there's no way that's Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm watching thing. This sounds like Bruce Campbell. This sounds like it has to be Bruce Campbell. Watch the credits. It Bruce is Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Who else would be and I can say this now without feeling guilty. Who else would be Eugene Fitzherbert's father?
2: Dun dun <laughs> Finn, dun! dun! Stinking camel!
1: <laughs> Summary for this episode Princess Rapunzel finally reaches the Dark Kingdom to uncover the truth behind her destiny. Unfortunately, a dark secret revealed may alter everything. Princess Rapunzel and her friends have risked their lives for. Trivia for this. At the end of the second half of the one hour special episode, Cassandra is no longer Princess Rapunzel's devoted confidant and handmaiden, but she has become her newest enemy. Dun dun dun! (laughs) I wish this hadn't been spoiled for me because of a stupid album art piece. It was like, thanks, Internet. (laughs) Oh, look, she's got blue hair. I wonder why. (laughs) All that leaves is one other little fan theory about her, just to pull this all together. Uh, In this episode, Eugene sings his first and only song, sung during the episode. Or solo song. Solo song uh, in the show. Uh, King Edmund is revealed to be alive, and he is also Eugene's long-lost biological father, indicating that Eugene is actually the long-lost prince of the Dark Kingdom, and not an orphan like he originally thought great we got another prince <laughs> yes but this makes makes it where her marriage is uh, to him will be a little less uh controversial true very very true uh when eugene holds his girlfriend rapunzel while they're shocked at cassandra's transformation mm-hmm. pascal who is supposed to be uh on uh on eugene's shoulder i believe mm-hmm. or he's supposed to be on eugene yeah disappears Oh, I'm not surprised. I, I, I thought something. It's an animation goof.
2: Yeah. I was like, wait, where's and, Pascal? And not, and not only it? that,
1: uh, the, the the part after that where they see her and are shocked to see Cassandra's transformation. Uh-huh. Pascal, who should still be on his sh- should be on Eugene, is still missing. He does not appear after he disappears yeah. in that goof for the rest of the episode. Now, Grant, well, that's like a minute, maybe, yeah. of footage. But it's like, Pascal, did you get scared of Cassandra? <laughs> i mean
2: understandable all things considered but he 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 pulled he he pulled his cloaking device over and went had to have been it had to have been it it.
1: though just technically that is an
2: animation error but that is
1: i'm trying debating where do we start with this oh gosh
2: (laughs) let's let's start with the um you know start from the beginning of the episode and just make our way back (laughs)
1: slowly to the part we really want to talk about yes uh
2: okay so they arrive in the dark
1: kingdom finally yes finally we get there um even though technically they were supposed to enter there once they passed through the great tree i thought
2: that's the way they eh. explained it yeah
1: it, it would be like but a
2: hop skip and a jump <laughs> yeah but apparently they, had to do skip yep. two skips in this episode
1: <laughs> not oh well that's the thing after th- rapunzel on the great tree yeah which is when I thought they were supposed to be entering the Dark Kingdom since mm. they said you had to go through there to get there. Yeah. Which meant you were on the Dark Kingdom side of whatever ravine. They still had to go through <laughs> uh where the brothers hooks uh left the group, which meant that we got a return of the, the idiot king with the seals of oh, approval yeah, and, true. True. and and great seal things. Right. So we had that nonsense. And then, uh, which connected back in. And then I think that was the actual last connection to previous adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause nearly everything else was like a new thing that only thematically went back. But you still had to go through the area where the, uh, the, the uh, Rapunzel got, uh, lost her memory. Yeah. T- uh, day one. She, yeah. And thought she was, uh, just escaped from the tower. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the whole thing, uh, in the house of yesterdays tomorrows. Oh yeah. That 3 episode arc. And then oh yeah, I forgot there is one thing that pulled from before Rapunzel on the Great Tree, Madam Canardis and Vigour the Visionary mm-hmm. show yes, back up. Yes. But it's revealed that Vigour the Visionary is actually uh the guy who created the weather fixing machine from season 1. I his name I can't remember. Demantus. Demantus. Yeah, Demantus. Mm-hmm. Uh so he's actually a good guy but he got scared and turned himself into a monkey. And uh, right before he fully had to give himself back into his monkey form, he gave Eugene a note mm-hmm. that said one of your group will be- when, when Rapunzel enters the great kingdom, one of your, her group will betray her, mm-hmm. which is interesting, uh, considering a couple of things that occur in this yeah, episode, which, which they kind of
2: lay out because
1: I said from the very last episode. Yeah, it's like I know somehow Cassandra is going to betray Rapunzel. Yeah. And despite the fact that I had that seen the blue hair version of her before, right. I was basing that that logic more on what had happened to her at the end of The House of Tomorrow's Yesterdays yeah. or Yesterday's Tomorrow's or okay. whatever it was called. Uh, because it's very obvious she saw something there that uh, was changed how she really mm-hmm. was, even though the next couple episodes that she's in, really, up until the end of this Mm two-parter you think she's still on rapunzel's
2: side definitely how they approach it
1: yeah that you would not really that turn at the end and we'll get to that is very 90 degree very 180 degree you don't realize it's coming because they did a good job of making you think honestly even though i knew the blue hair thing was coming Mm -hmm. i was half expecting there to be a turn in that but we'll get back to that later um because it's very quickly as they're trying to get across all the dark, the dark rocks yeah, and the gondola. Oh yeah. That's which the, I want to talk about that gondola real quick. Okay. Go for it. I don't think that's how gondolas work. They should have been able to turn that gondola on from the,
2: the, the, uh, yeah station. Agreed. But it it just made more of this, this idea of like, cause it, it's, it's trying to build this idea and it's doing it very well of like, uh, Eugene is, you know, telling, uh, Rapunzel to be like, it's be like, be like, should we trust her? And, uh, Cassandra's yeah. doing all these things that are very much pro, you know, the, the mission. Yeah. And well,
1: I, they, they're still giving you the idea that, uh, it, it's, it's what I call the, the Spock's death misdirect. Yeah. You have to work mm. with me here. Yeah. In Star Trek 2 the Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Amazing movie. Before that movie came out, it had, it had leaked. Mm hmm. That Spock was going to die during the movie. Mm. Well, during the Kobayashi Maru scenario, not only did we see Spock die, but Mm. we also saw McCoy and Sulu and the rest of the bridge crew. So it's like, one second, it's like, okay, yeah, we're past the death scene. It was nothing. Ha 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 ha. Mm. Which then, when they finally do get to the death scene, Uh it's like, stab you in the heart. So... They expertly did that here too because they give you every reason to think Cassandra is the bad guy, and then she does, the, she comes back and helps her because, of course, that's who she is. She's mm-hmm. there to help Rapunzel. It's the entire reason she's on this journey. So they go, you know, okay, she's not going to betray us. Yeah. They get that out of the way as soon as possible, only to get Eugene into uh, uh-huh. meet, meeting his father, King Edmund. Yeah. And you even have him, interestingly, mirroring the beginning of the season where he has to tell Rapunzel, uh, I'm sorry, I, I have to leave the group, but he won't tell her why, all because a giant man with a beard told him he couldn't.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It, it's just
1: interesting. Hmm. In this case, it's not because, you know, he was promised to marry That's right, Stallion, Stallion. Yeah. He, it's because his destiny, arguably, destiny can go, go into both of these. Things. Oh yeah, uh, with Sally and also, but um, it's his destiny to come back and defend the world from the the Moonstone Opal. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, which I, is why
1: he won't let Rapunzel in because he's convinced that somehow, if she's not actually the Sundrop, which can come on, she is. is. Yeah, th- this will actually cause her more more pain.
2: Yeah. Like, it, 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 could, it could could destroy her, yeah. but I think it's just more you like. Even uh, Cassandra says it in episode two, the second part is like, of course, be like Eugene's doing it for a reason. Yeah, and uh, I, I love this the whole c- cinematic cinematic theme of this idea of destiny. Yeah, like you have Eugene has his
1: destiny. Eugene has his destiny.
2: Rapunzel, Rapunzel has, has her, her destiny. destiny. Even uh,
1: be like Ra- Cassandra. Cassan- says at one point. Cassandra at the very end says. I am seizing my destiny. Yeah, even like even the, before that. But before. even Lance and uh, uh, King Edmund are having to deal with their destinies. Yeah. Do you know who didn't have to deal with their destinies this episode? Shorty, <laughs> Max, and whatever girl horse's name is. Oh, Penelope. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't remember her name. I'm sorry. She's that unimportant a character. Ah, okay. She's just there because poor max can't pull the camper by himself that's true
2: oh the poor camper it got destroyed
1: again again. though we're at the end of the journey i'm guessing yeah agreed. i agree i have this feeling don't tell me i'll find out next week if okay. i'm correct but how this is gonna go is there will be a couple of quick scenes where cassandra and rapunzel have a, a bit of a tiff maybe a minor fight scene and then rapunzel will escape and all of a sudden in then, we'll, then we'll go to the the th- where well, the theme song would be because I know that's not where the theme song is because I did look ahead because uh, I was curious if the theme song changed at the beginning of season three. Yeah. It didn't. Um, but then you get that's where your first commercial break is, and when you come back, we're back in Corona. I half suspect that's what's going to happen, okay. considering the next two episodes are called Rapunzel's Return. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's like well, now we're back here because this is
2: where everything's going to come together. Uh huh. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. We will see. We'll get there when we get there. Next but week. like this, this episode is very well done. Be like, you have this, uh, this like flip and switch, flip and switch. Be mm-hmm. like, it's this idea that be like, oh yeah, Cass- Cassandra is definitely the one who's doing it. But then we get switched with, like, oh, Eugene's doing it. Yes. And then Eugene comes to the, like, be like, I, be like, I can't believe I did this to the woman I love. Right. And he, he turns on his dad. It makes his dad, you know, make a turn, make a turn for himself. And then it's just this, even though
1: it's not quite as believable with his dad. Cause it's like, no, we can't let her go in there. She can't be in there by herself. Okay. Well now we're getting fought on by the ghosts of our ancestors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, Oh, okay. Our family sucks. <laughs> okay. I'm going to lift the head up. Y'all crawl in. You, you three crawl in there and have your big plot moment. I'll, I'll be, we'll be waiting out here for next season.
2: Right? So, <laughs> so there's the one scene where it's the scene between Eugene and King Eggman where it's like he starts, Edmund starts talking about the moonstone and how it affects people mm-hmm. it's like be like be like you can't trust it be like 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 your friend to be like it's it's getting into their mind getting into the uh getting into your friend's mind yeah and I'm like whose friend is this Because mm-hmm. now granted I know whose friend this is yeah I mean like I'm pretty sure you know who this is as well but like the moonstone is getting into somebody's head has to be has to be and so it's just more
1: like yeah but he was was afraid that you know it's gonna get into rapunzel and it's gonna turn her evil somehow it's like right it's like have you met rapunzel yeah she's not she doesn't have an evil bone in her body yeah but it's almost like you know how to be
2: evil that is true Well, i
1: say that then i remember think back to rapunzel year one and i go not Rapun- yeah rapunzel year one yeah when she's fighting cassandra and everybody else because she's convinced oh, they're well, the bad guys Yeah, exactly and it's like oh you can be scary <laughs> yeah you can <laughs> when you're on the wrong you're on her bad side
2: mm-hmm. but anyway yeah overall but like this episode is so well done and you, you get into the the moonstone chamber and be like it's okay everything's great everything's yeah. good I mean, it
1: feels like it's heading towards this great moment as Rapunzel reaches out and all of a sudden you see another Stop. hand grab it and says, Cassandra, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm seizing my destiny. Yeah. And you get the whole Gosh, bad guy <laughs> transformation scene. Her hand becomes whole again and she comes out in this weird sci-fi armor yeah. with glowing blue hair. And it's like I'd like to find out what happens next. <laughs> oh uh, uh, oh actually yeah, it use it, that didn't song. Do that. it didn't, it use didn't it. do that song on either episode, but you're half expecting it to go there, but it's like I now know why why uh, my best my friend here my co-host was really mad it took him a year to make the third season <laughs> it was like, how do you end it here? I mean really you would have you could have ended it with her reaching towards the moonstone and cut it before she got there and it might have you might have been able to pull off maybe yeah. the oh we don't know if we're doing season 3 or not yeah and it would be a little less heart uh well, knife well, in the back yeah exactly <laughs> but no they go oh no we're going to have we're going to turn Cassandra evil and you're going to go uh how long do I have until <laughs> Jacob's gonna be over here? Uh, oh crud! I still need to write up notes. Crap! I can't. I don't have time
2: to watch this. Crap! I'll have to. This will be one of the first things I watch in the coming week. Crap! <laughs> right. But it's like you had that that one mo- that last line. It's like I told you, Rapunzel. Be like careful who you, you trust. trust. I was like, like oh cr- crap!
1: I gave you fair warning. <laughs> it's like cassandra no don't do this but now nah, at least i understand okay cassandra isn't a we can't call her the main villain because the main villain i think is still Xantiri. Mm. i suspect he's coming back eh. and cassandra's gonna be doing a lot of bringing him back eh. possibly due to her parentage
2: yeah I don't want you to tell me. I say nothing. I am, say nothing. I am, making, nothing. I am <laughs> making theories because <laughs> yes. this is what makes
1: it good. It's a podcast theory. It's a, it's a podcast. It's a tangled theory. <laughs>
2: thanks for combing. Uh, <laughs> thanks for combing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, uh,
1: yeah, so I, I am curious how this is going to go, especially since t- I, we, we know that, you know, pardon the pun, pardon the pun the play on words and these. we know that cassandra got burned at the great tree oh yeah in more ways than one yeah we know she was told something in the house of yesterday's tomorrows yes. that is, has affected her but really those are the only two moments i know of outside of her just general annoyance with rapunzel over mm-hmm. certain things that's really put her on this path yeah so i am curious going into season three If we will find out more from Cassandra's point of view, why she's going down this path. (laughs) And I don't just mean from her parentage because, you know, Eugene technically is, this is, uh, also has some wacky parentage that should make him be evil also. But he turned out all right. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's good. It's good. Just telling you right now. I, I do
1: have a question for the producers of this franchise. Was any of this on the wall when y'all were making the original movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> because if not, man, you are working this stuff in correctly. Uh huh. Because it really makes it feel like this has been there since the first movie. Mm-hmm. I don't mean uh before ever after. I mean tangled. Yeah. Even though Tangled never itself could not fit on oh interesting i don't know if you caught this but i did the tower at the dark uh the uh the castle yeah of, of at the dark kingdom mm-hmm. Did you notice that the center of it looked was a structure that looked a lot like rapunzel's tower it did i had i saw that and i was like and it, and it moves like wait a minute i need to back up i want to make sure i'm seeing what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's like okay so i'm assuming Demanitus had um some ties to the Dark Kingdom, some ties. Okay, uh, it may have affected uh, uh, maybe a general thought of arch- of a architecture. Yeah, okay. that perhaps one of Demanitus's uh, former uh, loyal assistants. So, yeah, uh, may have saw and built in built in the image to store the sun drop because it might be a very opportune or very very uh there might be some magical reasoning why you might want to put it in a tall tower Mm, maybe the sun drop in a tall tower and
2: also this this also this you know alleged disciple of demantis or who betrayed the the very very
1: hinted at and very poorly kept considering yeah that episode (laughs) considering in that episode i was like oh look the voice actress from mother gothel And the voice actor for Matthews, and the voice actor for Painter Lady from the first move from the first season, all are playing additional voices in this episode. Technically, yeah. Wonder why? I wonder which additional characters they voice.
2: Could it be his assistants? Because one of them
1: looked like Mother Gothel.
2: (laughs) So I I think I brought this up, but I want to bring it up again. The idea that Mother Gothel possibly being a disciple of the and betraying- And later a disciple of Xanthiri. knew, Xanthiri knew, learned about the Sundrop enchantment from the research. uh, Right. Which is what makes me think,
1: makes me go- were y'all thinking of this? I'm half exp- wanting to go back to Tangled and see if there's any sort of, uh, anything in the background that points towards demand, Demanitus and mm-hmm. Xanthiri. If anything, I'm not in sure. In the background, maybe in her clothing. Possibly. I don't know.
2: Yeah. So my point, my point being, if be like, if mother Gothel, if we're going by this, be like, she was a disciple of, uh, the manitous uh, and betraying for Zantiri, like knowing the sun drop from where it was from in the great tree, also knowing the uh the the moonstone incantation, knowing that. Be like, did Mother Gothel know that? <laughs> Be like, if you, if I assume if, there's a lot that Mother Gothel knew, and
1: perhaps it was her job to find the sun drop, but Zantiri didn't tell her why. Maybe, and she found it, and. Just decided. Well, I'm going to hoard this for myself. Uh, to poo, to poo with the other guys, mm-hmm. since uh, you know at least painter lady was trapped in the the the, uh, the machine somewhere because mm-hmm. it was that machine, and they f- turned the machine on. It's how she escaped.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. We don't know where Matthews was that whole time, but he was obviously hanging out somewhere in the moon near the Moon Kingdom. Mm -hmm. the moon kingdom dark kingdom the dark kingdom right the moon kingdom is on the moon and that's where sailor moon comes from different movie show though anyway (laughs) i think we've we've about gone as far with this as we can agreed so we need to go ahead and end this uh next week we will be starting season three with rapunzel's return suppose Uh, i'm assuming to corona
2: yeah part one both parts one and two yeah part one's two and three But we're only doing ones and two. Is it a three-parter? It's a three-parter.
1: I thought the only three-parter was at the end of the series. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just
2: double-checking.
1: Remember, currently, it is a three-parter. I could see it being an hour and a half, and we may do all three parts, if that's the case, just so we can do a whole story at one time, if you follow my thought process. Yes. That's what we're going to
2: do for the last one. Yeah, Rapunzel's part one, part two. Because when I looked at it, I thought there was only two episodes. Yeah, I I, I, I could have, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm only sure. Yeah, it's it's episodes 48 it's all... and 49 overall. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because the, the, the third episode kind of ties into it. Return of the King? Yeah, Return of the King. Well, that will be after that. Yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, in the meantime, this has been Drew. This is Jacob. And we'll catch you in the next frame.
0: You can follow Jacob on his Facebook at Jacob B Heron, his Facebook page Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where he tries to draw each and every day, his Instagram at Jacob B Heron, his Twitter at Jacob Heron, and his letterbox at Jacob Heron. You can find Drew on Facebook at Drew Dodgen, his Facebook page Drew's Photo Bin to see his photography, his letterbox page at G George Seven Five Nine, his Twitter at G George Seven Five Nine and Instagram at Drew Dodgen. You can like us on Facebook at The Cellcast Podcast, on Twitch at The Cellcast Gaming, on YouTube at Cellcast, on Twitter at cast underscore cell. The Cellcast can be found at Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else fine podcasts are downloaded from. Please rate and review us where you found us, and also on Podchaser. Email us at The Podcast at gmail.com the cell cast is a proud member of both the pop americana and culture box media networks for more information please see the link in the description our theme song is drop and roll by silent partner and remember that cell with a single l
2: careful who you trust yeah dude be like why did you eat all those noodles i told you don't trust that vendor.